Rel. Hey baby, this is Rel. Welcome to the back of the classroom. Go ahead and hit the like button, get your attendance taken, and let's get started. Today we're talking about Law 21 from 48 Powers of Law. And the chapter of this is Play a Sucker to Catch a Sucker Seem Dumber Than Your Mark. I don't know, I thought this was obvious, but some people think you can outsmart people and it plays to your advantage. It really doesn't. You can pay attention to what's going on in the world and think you can outsmart a cop or outtalk a cop and get out of a situation. If they want to put the cuffs on you, they're going to put the cuffs on you. There's really nothing you can say. In fact, if you listen to what they tell you, you have the right to remain silent and you have the right to consult legal aid services, your lawyer. Be quiet. Don't say anything. It kind of works in your benefit because what you say can and will be used against you in the court of law. That's just what the math is. When you're in school, teacher says something. You can lip off and back talking. Even if you were to prove the teacher right, guess who has the leading authority in that classroom? The teacher. So all you really did was piss off the teacher. Now the teacher going to look at you like, I got something for you. Put yourself in another situation. Plays out the same way at your job. You might get the upper hand in a conversation or a situation just because you might have outwitted them or you said something or corrected them. You get a real small sense of accomplishment. But what follows after that is 100% them retaliating on you, making you feel miserable just because you wanted to be, how would you call it, a show-off. Nobody likes a show-off and nobody likes a sore loser. So you got to find out you got to find something in between. Now, I'm not going to say I perfected this, but the way I see it, always learn. Always position yourself as a student. Ask questions. Figure out how they made it make sense in their brain. And let them explain it to you. So like, explain that for me. Break that down. Treat everything like a math problem. Don't say you're confused because you're not confused. You heard what they said, but you want them to explain it in a different way to see if they really understand what they're talking about or if they can articulate it properly because they might misuse words. Say it in a way where their sentence structure might not completely make sense, but because they're misusing a word, you want to hear them say it in a different way so that you can better understand it in the manner in which they're trying to use it. Sometimes somebody can tell you, Get me a bottle of water. They ain't tell you what size. So now you don't picked up a small bottle and they wanted the big bottle, but they wasn't specific. So there's no downside in asking questions, getting more information. I say get as much information as possible. Ask questions, get them to change it up, switch the way they said it. Get them to explain it to you as if you don't know anything. So always position yourself as a student, never a teacher. Right. And then even when you want something from somebody, when you're dealing with people, nobody wants to feel, I'm going to say, air quote, stupider than the next person, right? Everybody want to feel like they're the smartest person in the room. And rightfully so, some rooms they're in, they probably were the smartest person in the room. But it's not in every room. And when you outsmart somebody or you're boasting or being boastful about it, it tends to make them have a little resentment for you. Or they might plot a scheme against you just because you showed them up 
and they lost their their limelight or you know now people are talking about you and it makes them feel insecure it makes them feel away whatever it is no one's saying don't shine bright but when you start speaking and you start talking to people make sure you're learning and you're listening more than you're doing the talking because at the end of the day you can express yourself and that's cool but What's really to talk about? Either what has happened, which are the facts, can't change. What you're doing right now, which should be self-evident in your actions. Or whatever it is you want to happen in the near future. Your plans, your goals, your ideas, all of that's fine. Two out of the three things can be seen, shown, and proven. The last one. Now we saw speculation. We don't know what's really going to happen. We can go off of your prior history and say it's more likely to happen than not. But at the same time, I can't call it. Most people can't either. But we're willing to invest our time, energy, and resources into that because of a person's reputation or what they brought to the table previously. So you take that into account. Now when you're dealing with people on a different level. Now, the more you read this chapter, you realize they're they're going into opposition and strategy amongst, I guess, getting over on people or making sure people don't get over on you. But the lessons are still the same. If you act as a student and never a teacher, people are more likely to talk to you and give you information. Now, if you want something. All right. You look more tactful with it. But at the same time, you can always ask for what you want to be direct. Right. And if, like, let's say you want to have a, a surprise party, ask questions. But the idea is that this is something you know you want to do. Don't wait for the time you want to act on it. You got to pretty much lay out the groundwork days, months, maybe a year if you need to before that moment comes. So when it's time to acquire what you're looking for. It wouldn't be nothing to really think twice about. It just happens. But you got to plan. You got to think. You got to look ahead. You can't always live in the moment. And sometimes you got to plan, act, come back, re-strategize, plan again, and then do some more, put in some more work, and then come back, re-strategize, plan, and go back outside and put in some more work. It's just a never-ending cycle. But that's life, right? Nothing stops. When you graduated elementary school, grade school, I wasn't the end. You ended up having to go to, you know, your junior high school. And when you graduated junior high school, it didn't stop. You ended up having to go to high school. And after high school, college, if you didn't go to college or after college, you went to work. You didn't stop there. You got promotions. You kept increasing your level in life based on the work you put in and what you was willing to show. But it all took groundwork. And you had to go across a couple of obstacles in order to get to where you want. But you didn't get there showing off. No, you had to learn, make sure you understood it, master your craft, and then elevate yourself with the works and the resources that you have. Now, because nobody likes to show off and nobody wants to feel like they're stupider or not as intelligent as the next. If you didn't show off and everybody's like, oh, you're smart, but you don't come off as smarter than everybody else. Everybody's willing to work with you and not against you. So now you have a network of people who's willing to work with you. To help you get the things that you want. And it should come relatively easier than you boasting, bragging, and acting like 
you know it all and then making people around you feel small or not as intelligent as you are. Right? So the downside of it, we're not saying play dumb. We're just saying don't show all the cards in your hand. Right? If you had a high school diploma and a college graduate and then a master's degree and all these other different you don't have to show it you can just walk in with your regular high school diploma and go like I would like to start off doing x y and z and then let your work speak for itself people understand your intelligence the more you work around them you do things and you express yourself and they see how you move and how together you are that's great but you don't have to you know put these images and idols in their face because now you got something to live up to and if they don't like it or feel like they're intimidated by it, they're quick to shut you down. Let you know, nah, maybe this isn't for you before you even had your foot in the door. So sometimes you got to read the room, understand who you're dealing with, and then put in your work. Do some research, plan, act, go back to the drawing boards, replan, act some more. It's just a repetitive cycle. You just got to keep going. And it's okay to come off smarter than your competition, better than your competition. Don't let nobody outwork you. Being a show off isn't the same as being competitive and outdoing your competitors. There's a difference. So if you got to deal with a teacher and you want to prove you're, uh, you're competing with somebody, oh, I think I know that one. Isn't it this, this? You can you can always the way you articulate yourself show. Wait, maybe they got it wrong this way. I think it's this, and then you can work with that. You can look at a mistake and go, oh wait, I see the mistake and correct the mistake. Not to say you knew it already, but you just followed their work and see where they went wrong, and then you can make improvements that way. So if you made it this far on the podcast, thank you. This is Law Twenty One. If you haven't got the book, read the book. Feel free. Leave your comments in the section. Let me know what you think. Rails Locker is still open. Check it out. Support the platform. Peace.